Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. How are you? This is Bill Williamson. This is Believe in Raiders. This is the Believe Podcast Network. How are you, folks? Got a second show this week because we always have a second show. We sure try to start this Believe in Raiders in August of 2019. And every week we've come through with the second show. And it's a good snappy show and a happy birthday to your Raiders. What? That's right. 60 years ago today, January 30th, 1960, the Raiders were born. They were created. How about that? Kind of cool. Going into their fourth move, what? <laughs> fourth move in third, three cities or something, but you know what's going on. They're the LA Raiders now. Excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. Maybe I'm 60 years old and losing my mind. Not that all 60-year-olds lose, lose their mind. I'll probably lose my mind at 59. That's just me. So there you go. Big day for the Raiders. Um, more. Let's talk about Tom Brady because why not? It's January. We all know the rumors. We all know the rumors. We all know everything. Uh, there's reports that he bought a house in Las Vegas. Oh, let's put all the math together. Oh my God, Tom Brady. Maybe he's gonna be. <clears throat> maybe he's gonna be Gruden's other neighbor on the other side. You know, you got Derek Carr, you got Gruden. Now Brady will be. Oh, just be. Gruden will be sandwiched by quarterbacks. His dream. Um, and then the Las Vegas paper, which is doing a very good job of covering the Raiders, by the way, reported that is inaccurate. My thoughts is. Whether it's accurate, whether it's inaccurate, who cares? Tom Brady is a zillionaire. His wife, Giselle, is a zillionaire. Plus, they own property. He likes going to events in Las Vegas, so maybe buy something there. Um, so I'm not saying if he is or he isn't, but if he is, doesn't mean he's going to the Raiders. It doesn't. So there you go. But something to talk about, something to talk about. Um, the Raiders certainly aren't playing this weekend, but there'll be some dogs and some fights. The awards are, uh, shows Saturday and um, Hall of Fame will be Saturday. Richard Seymour is a finalist. If he gets in, I don't look at him as a Raider. In the, in the, he, he's, he got in as a Patriot if he gets in. Uh, but the awards, um, Josh Jacobs is a favorite. I, I saw odds. I don't know what book he had these, but he's a one-to-one favorite. Kyler Murray's one-to-one as well. I, I, I think Josh Jacobs has a better chance of winning the award. I think Josh Jacobs deserves it more. You can maybe worry about um, A.J. Brown and maybe Miles Sanders, but Josh Jacobs should win it, and I expect that he will. He was a pro football writer's uh, choice. But this is the big one. This is the one that matters. I thought it was interesting. Um, Darren Waller has the second-highest 
lowest odds for being the comeback player of the year. The heavy favorites, uh, Titans quarterback Tyan, uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, at like one to three, which is huge odds. It's just, you know, staggering. Um, but um, Mr. Waller, he's two to one, the second favorite. See, I don't think Waller is a comeback player of the year. I think he would be like a breakout player of the year if they had such a thing. He's not really coming. Yeah, he's coming back from drug addiction, which is you know, which is really, you know, commendable. I'm not taking anything away, but usually in the NFL comeback is that you had success and then you had adversity and then you came back. So, and, and this is not, this is not putting any doubt of what he did or any, uh, any blight on it. I'm just saying it's not really a co- NFL comeback per se. It's a great story. It's a breakout year. This guy had 18 career catches and then he had 90 this year. So, very awesome year. You know, you know, I didn't expect him to have a big year because his type of story doesn't happen often in the NFL. And but he has, and it's great. And I was surprised, and I'm not, frankly, I'm not surprised much. And I, I feel like I have a pretty good feel on things. And that was a good one. That was a very, very good one. So good for him. Um, my friend Paul Kahersky. A national, <coughs> excuse me, a Nashville Titans reporter. Um, he does his own site, and he has a radio station. He had Jonathan Abraham Abram on his radio show this morning from Radio Row in Miami, and Paul texted me and said that Abram told him he's ninety percent uh, back from that shoulder injury that took him out of the season in Week One. So he should be there for all the important off-season dates, which is important. Which is important, you know. Big a year ahead of him. Uh, he wasn't the only Raider in Miami, kind of doing the circuit. Well, why not? If I was a young guy and I was having NFL success, I'd go to the Super Bowl too. Waller was there, Max Crosby was there. Smart, have fun, guys. See your off season. Greg Olson in the, is leaving the uh, Panthers. He's looking to play in the NFL. I don't think the Raiders are gonna would look. I don't think it'd be a great fit. I mean. They, they're pretty good at tight end. They're pretty good at tight end. And, and I think Foster Moreau is going to really grow in, in, in the second year. So I think they're good there. Elliot Wolf, um, he's a front office guy from the Packers and then the last couple of years in the Browns. He's leaving the Browns. I tweeted yesterday the Raiders should pursue him. So a lot of people got, you know, all fired up and saying, well, well, you know, they already got Mayock. The, the front office is very, very big in the NFL. Um, the front office has more than one chair, I swear. Uh, Mike Mayock is the general manager. He's mostly a, 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 a drafts guy. John Gruden runs it. But Elliot would just Elliot Wolf would just be another mind in the front office. And they have they have those, but I just think it would help boost the uh, the front office. I think sometimes fans think that some of these front office guys they overrate them like, oh, great pickup, man. Well, no, it would just it would just bolster their front office and help with the draft and help with free agency. So why not? What do I think the Raiders are going to go to Super Bowl if they hire Elliot Wolf? No, but it would help. It would help. Is it even a possibility? Well, I mean, <coughs> his dad, of course, is Ron Wolf, and there is connections. Ron Wolf is close with Mark Davis. Ron Wolf worked for the Raiders for a long time under Al Davis. Um, he w- he helped Mark Davis uh, 
you know, kind of navigate and, and hire Reggie McKenzie. Um, you know, so you can yell at him for that, but he was one of the guys. So, yeah, there is a connection there, so w we'll see. We'll see. I mean, why not, right? Um, Roger, Gale had, Roger Goodell had his press conference yesterday and said that he thinks the NFL is going to be great for Vegas, and Vegas is going to be great for the NFL. And I agree. I agree. It's so, you know, four years ago when this thing was first floated, and it was about just about four years ago now, this time of year, I wrote a column saying this would be great. It makes great sense, but it'll never happen because the, it likely, I never say never, it likely won't happen because the league is so uptight. And it took a lot. But then when the, real, the league realized how much money they could make, they decided to do it. And it's really historic. So it's going to be a huge thing. This is, <clears throat> this is one of the biggest stories in the NFL, folks. It really is. NFL.com did a mock draft this week, and they had Simmons, Isaiah Simmons, going all the way up to four. It's the highest I've seen him. A lot of people think the Raiders can maybe get him at 12. Uh, I think he's going to go high, maybe top eight or nine, but four is even more, you know, evidence that the yeah, Raiders are probably not going to get him. Um, they had the Raiders getting uh, Judy, Jerry Judy, at 12 and uh, Patrick Queen at 19. So we'll see. I think it's going to help the Raiders that Tua and Justin Herbert are, are, are looking like they may be both in the top six. You get three quarterbacks in the top six, that drops guys. And when there's so many receivers, you know, the Raiders might get their pick of receivers. And we're going to talk about that more as the offense, as the offseason develops, is that, you know, receivers are scary because you just never know who – there's a high bust capability in receivers. There's six, seven guys that could go. I bet two or three of them may bust. That's just the way it was. Remember, the Raiders were deciding between Amari Cooper and Kevin White five years ago, and there was people that you know thought there's arguments for both sides. I thought Cooper should have been picked. Cooper was the pick. Uh, he's been a good player. We don't have to talk much about Amari Cooper. We know what's going on there. Um, Kevin White's been injured and has been a bust, and he was number seven pick by the Bears. So you just never know. You just never know. Um, Deion Sanders is saying that he thinks there might be too many Hall of Famers. It kind of lessens the, the, you know, the, the award, the, the the honor, and that's what I've been kind of talking about. Like that's why it's so hard to get in. Um, they don't want to get this thing overflown it's not the hall of the very good it's the hall of fame so the fact that some hall of famers are talking about it I, I i understand that i really do i'm not taking sides i just understand it and we you know you listened to john clayton yet last week i hope you got a good feel about i i think not too many not too many other podcasts you're hearing that type of in inside from the room and he was the guy that presented tom flores for god's sake so it was a pretty special interview i thought and we'll do more of those. Talking about free agents that might fit the Raiders. Just look in the AFC alone, AFC West alone. Sammy Watkins, he might go because they have so much. They got to get Patrick Mahomes. They got to get Chris Jones. Um, Kelsey needs a new deal. Maybe Sammy Watkins could be a guy that the Raiders could sign. For. I mean, they're going to need more than one receiver, right? If you, if you get a Judy and a Watkins, I think uh, Judy Watkins and Tyrell, Tyrell Williams and 
Hunter Renfro is a pretty good group of receivers, don't you think? Especially with their tight ends and, and their running back. Holy crap. That'd be pretty good. Another name, Derek Wolf, defense end from the Broncos. I think he could be a guy that would be could plug in and help. I really do. Um, you know, here's a name from the past. A lot of people are talking about the most over- underrated player in the Super Bowl this weekend between the 49ers and the Chiefs. And one name that was mentioned was Steph- Stefan Wisniewski, former Raider. Started out great and then kind of fizzled and you know went away, but he's still in the league. Two, he's in, the, what, his ninth le- year in the league. Um, good player. I think he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, too. Um, you know, I remember talking to him after the draft. Of course, he's the nephew of Steve Wisniewski. And I said, dude, you are the most predictable number 48 overall pick of all time. You just knew he was going to – and he cracked up. You just knew that he was going to go to the Raiders and, and Al Davis. Al Davis is the last year uh, picking players. <clears throat> and then Terrell Pryor was Al's last pick because it was in the supplemental draft. Um, let's wrap up a quick show today um, talking about the Super Bowl. Um, we talked about it, lesser evils. If you're from the Bay Area – you hate the 49ers if you're a Raider fan. If you're not, you really don't care. I think this is a miserable matchup for you guys. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs are going to win 30-23. to 23. I just think there's too much Patrick Mahomes. I think the 49ers have a really good defense. I think it's beatable. You look what happened against the Saints. They gave 45 points. They won that game. Um, I just think it's going to be too much Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to be a good game. I think we're all going to be entertained. We're going to have fun and be watching our squares. Um, but I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think an AFC West team is going to win for the second time in, what, four years. Broncos won 2016. So that's my thoughts. There you go. I'm gonna clo- I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. I'm going to close this show out this. This is kind of a quick show, kind of a bonus show. You know what like my sports pet peeve is? It's the, t- the goat. He's a goat. This guy's a goat. That guy's a goat. Hey, goat. Players go, hey, the goat. Oh, it's the goat. What the fuck? The goat is the greatest of all time. It's one person. That's the whole point of the goat. That's the whole reason the goat was for, made up. The greatest of all time. To specify that one person. But now all of a sudden there's a 73 fucking goats out there. There, No, there's one goat. And every sport has one goat. You know, it was it was made of Jerry Rice. That, he, the goat, greatest of all time. And, you know, after after Muhammad Ali's, you know, but th- football-wise, it was Jerry Rice. But now it's always the goat, this, the goat, that. Everything's the goat. Oh, he's the goat. Hey, goat. No. You know, Josh Jacobs, the goat. He's a rookie running back. He's not the goat. It's not to say that in 20 years he won't be the GOAT, but he's not the freaking GOAT right now. Patrick Mahomes is not the GOAT. Hey, GOAT. I don't, I, it just drives me crazy. It's, 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 it, it's just, it's, it, it takes away from the exact meaning of the phrase. I know. I'm crazy. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. I get it. But I've been, it's been pissing me off for weeks. So I just wanted, I thought this was a good time to say it kind of end of a, a show in the off season. So there you go. You're the GOAT, guys. Have a great weekend. This is Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Believe in Raiders. This is Believe Podcast Network. 
Have a great Super Bowl weekend. I know it may be miserable, but enjoy it anyways. Have fun. Be safe. Have a designated driver. Talk to you later. See you soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.